Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. God, I will not avail you. Flame of Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 95 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Lego my ego. This is Chris. <laughs> That's perfectly fitting. Chris, I'm, I am emotionally drained. Why is that, Steve? Well, uh, I just finished watching Stranger Things. <gasps> you you rewatched the last episode. I did. With us while we watched it. and uh, it, it took an emotional toll on me, too. Yeah, it's... Uh, we we should say up front spoilers for season three. Yeah, so this episode. is going to be Stranger Things related. Yeah, so and so uh, if you have not finished season three, please do not. Yeah. Uh, That's why we this. waited a couple yeah. weeks for this episode. Yeah, because we needed to finish it, and it, you finished it pretty. We quick, We wanted right? to give everyone else time to finish. Yes, you finished it pretty quick. Yeah, we finished it the weekend it came out. Oh my gosh! So it came out on Fourth of July, uh, which was a two th- weeks of the day of this recording. It's been out. It came out on a Thursday. It came on the yeah. 4th that's July. what I thought. So yeah. we didn't watch anything on Fourth of July. I think we watched two or three episodes friday and then two and then three something like that we finished it the first weekend right which is not easy to do with uh a 15 month old baby no not at all that's that's impressive for you guys yeah it worked out yeah lucy was a good sleeper for three days in a row that worked out for you guys definitely we've been playing a lot of mario kart so we've been kind of (laughs) kind of busy doing that so pretty much the same yeah pretty much the same thing exactly so uh how's everything been we haven't we haven't had an episode in a little bit just because uh life's coming our way we've been very busy yeah, I've, I've been good. Nothing, nothing, nothing that new. Yeah, we uh, we saw Spider Man a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, um, Far From Home. I enjoyed it. Definitely enjoyed it. Pretty good. And uh, you've been you've been doing some serious yard work, right? <laughs> You're cutting down trees. Cutting down trees. Are you getting your shed soon? Uh, not soon. Not eventually. Soon. Eventually. Okay. Nice. Uh, so Chris, uh, a while ago, in honor of Toy Story four coming out, which have you you haven't seen? It, have Still you? have not no, seen. That's okay. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Definitely not my favorite Toy Story movie, but I didn't think it was like awful. Uh, we we had a little episode here uh, talking about uh, new toys that Andy could have. Did we now? We did, and we had a a, a toy transformer of Starscream going up against a toy of the TMNT mutant Marauder. And the vote tally is 80% to the Mutant Marauder. What? And 20% to Starscream. I can't believe it. Sorry, Chris. You picked like, well, I lost, so fair is fair, but that was such a weird toy. It was just just like a Humvee with like a gun on top. It wasn't just a gun. It was a pizza shooting (laughs) oven gun on top. And Oh, yeah. No, that's right. It had the gun on top and it had the pizza oven in the front. It's not even the coolest vehicles the Ninja Turtles have. No, but it was the coolest vehicle that I had. (laughs) That the Ninja Turtles had. Yeah. That is cool that you actually had it for real. And I could use it for all my other toys, which was great. So many crossovers between Mummy's Alive and Star Wars. and Oh, yeah. Mummy's Alive. Yeah. Great show. Great show. Way ahead of its time. Um, Uh, Debatable. (laughs) Chris, uh, also, we're still in the midst of our Guess the Tomato Meter contest. How's Uh, it going? How are we doing? So, uh, currently in first place is... uh, 
listener em- Emily Dewey. She has 121 points. Nice. I'm following her with 118 points. Close, very and close. And then uh, third is 100 points, which is uh, Dan, who's uh, oh. been on the show many times. Now, the one that I think is very interesting is what is coming out tomorrow as of this recording. Uh, the live action, debatable, Lion King <laughs> movie that's coming out. Um, have, do you know the Rotten Tomato score for it as of now? No, I don't. What is it? So you, oh, you, you can guess on here. No, I didn't yeah. guess in time. What do you, what do you think it would be? Uh, 88. 88. It is currently at a 56. Oh no. Yeah. And, um, the only person who got points on this is Dan. Dan, Dan guessed 65. Everybody else guessed in the nineties. Um, a couple uh, people in the eighties and Sal from Alaska guessed 30. I would just think a Disney it's movie a is going to have a high score. Yeah. No, apparently, um. Some people say it's just super derivative of the original and it's like, doesn't really add anything that's, new. That's interesting you say that because that is exactly what would make me not want to see it. Sounds like you probably are not yeah. going to go out Same and as see like it. the Aladdin remake. Like if it just follows the original story, I'm not interested. Right. What's the point? It's not adding anything I need, new. I need something different other yeah. than Will Smith as the genie. That's true. That, that's probably like the biggest draw of that movie right there just to see how he does. Yeah. I'm a huge Robin Williams fan. So I know it'd be hard for me to not I've, see him as the genie. I've been rewatching. Um, a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyway on YouTube recently. Uh-huh. And uh, Robin Williams was on an episode. I remember him guest which, uh, which Which was really funny, that one that I watched that he was on. Uh, so as of now, Emily Dewey, you are currently in first place, but we still have a bunch more movies left uh, before the summer comes to a close. A couple of which we're going to have to remove because they, they got like they taken got off. Like, I think New, New Mutants got pushed back. Oh, that got pushed back like a year, didn't it? If it ever comes out. Because it was supposed to come out in like 2018. Yeah, they were uh, rumors I read were like extensive reshoots. Yeah, and then uh, I heard Artemis Fowl also got pushed back. Too. That's right. Yeah. So, so we'll have to do the best that we can with what we have left. We still have in. some some coming yeah. up, right? Yeah, we have like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and the the Fast and Furious like spinoff. Oh yeah, the Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, and then it, it chapter two is what's going to end, um, this summer. Oh, they, um, I think they had a new trailer come out recently. I think they did. Yeah. Cause of all the comic con stuff. It looks pretty good. I love the first one. I was, I was a huge fan of it. Yeah. I, I, was, I enjoyed I was it. terrified definitely. in that theater, but I had a great time. <laughs> oh yeah. I saw that with you, didn't I? I uh, think we did. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right, Chris, last order of business. And then we can move on to today's episode. We had some reviews. Multiple reviews had, with an S. We have two reviews and we want to make wow. sure that we give these uh reviewers their due and their fictional background uh because we appreciate them leaving their reviews we're like a big time podcast now <laughs> that's right uh how about i go first and then we'll go into yours because that kind of leads into uh perfect today's episode want to do that yeah that's a good idea all right so we have a review here uh it is titled hey exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point and it is from listener 26 evan would you say e-v-a-n-n I would say that, but if it's not, I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. It could also be Evan Evan N. Evan N, maybe. Uh, So uh, the review says, my brother and I love this podcast and can't wait for a new one. Hashtag my bro 24 Lathan exclamation point and hashtag he the best exclamation point. Aw. Yeah, very nice. Five stars. So thank you very much, um, 26 Evan, for uh, leaving that review for us. So... I think this might be the first ever time we've had two reviews that are related to each other. I I think you're right, Steve. So if you recall back, uh, my 24 Lath and review, uh, that was a 24 inch Lath. <laughs> I named, remember that like named, it was yesterday. Named Anne. 
So um, I, I see a similarity here. I see uh, Anne ending both of these reviews and some numbers. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was looking at EV. I was kind of stuck on EV, right? Right. So what I think this is, is I think that this is an electric vehicle, EV. Oh, boy. Named Anne. <laughs> Just like we had a lath named Anne. Yeah, but so this review said my brother. So yes. you're saying the lath named Anne is a male named Anne. Which is fine. That's like, true. I yeah, can, it's yeah. possible. That was that was before we had that, that context yeah, so, of uh, my bro. But you're just gonna ignore I'm, that. I'm just gonna. You're just gonna. It. It's my head double can- down. It's my head cannon. This yeah. is what I'm going with right now. So, but um, 26 <laughs> Evan or EV Ann is superior to 24 Lathan because it's an electric vehicle. Where whoa, whoa. 24 Lathan was just a piece of wood. Way to pit uh, siblings against each other. We could do that. We could do a who would win 24 Lathan versus uh, 26 Avan. Evan. <laughs> Without knowing anything Without about knowing them and just context. your made up headcanon. We just know that they're they're related and we have well, our made up headcanon. We already know exactly. one of them, which one is the best though. What is that? Because they both have five stars. But 26 oh, Evan true. says he's the best. Yeah, he does. So. Say, yeah, 26 Evan's already like giving up the fight saying that he's the best there. Yeah. Now, 26 because the electric vehicle can only go 26 miles an hour. <laughs> So that's why they had to pick 26. Can the lath go 24 miles an hour? No, the lath was 24 inches long. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah, it was two feet. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, One thing I want to add. Wow, good job, Steve. I think you got it. I think I got that one. Before you go into your review real quick, we got another review recently from 24 Lath Ann that just said, you guys should do Django Fett versus Bob's Fett. They didn't say Boba. It said Bob's Fett. So... He's, he's, he's kind of double dipping here with his reviews, trying to trying to give us some suggestions. Uh, we'll definitely start researching the background of Bob Fett. Bob's. Bob's Fett. Many, many Bob's. Plural. Uh, so thank you very much, 26 Evan. Evan we know Yvonne. you meant Boba Fett, by the way. Just messing with you. Yeah, but if we're going off of what that ends with, they ask for it. Yeah, we can only take l- your suggestions literally. literally. It's the podcast rule. Exactly. Uh, so thank you so much for your review. Chris. Uh, okay. So this review says awesome podcast from, uh, I'll read the name later. Awesome podcast. But can you please do a battle of 11 from stranger things for Scarlet witch from Marvel in a telekinesis battle? Best you, uh, username you one, one Naruto. Uh, thanks for the great review. Uh, we're never going to do your suggestion. Sorry. It's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but we will do a, uh, fictional background for you. So he signed it you. So that was helpful. I know his name. Yep. yep. Uh, one, one Naruto. So, uh, Naruto, very popular, uh, anime. Um, very good. Very good one. Uh, 11 could mean a lot of things. He could be 11 years old. He could have been born in 2011, making him like eight years old. Might be a fan of 11 from Stranger Things. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that, I didn't think about that. Or he could be talking about episode 11 of Naruto, (laughs) which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I know there might be a little debate over how you say that. Like, I always say Naruto. Yeah. That just sounds like not right to me, but I could be wrong. Uh, so that episode is called the land where a hero once lived. And, um, there, there, it's about like this, uh, I don't know, Island where, um, they had this big hero that like saved the town from a tsunami. And then some other mean guy killed him to like break the town's like spirit. And I I don't know what that means. Really? This guy's maybe, maybe he's like, thinks of himself as like uh, a hero, but he's kind of like, uh, I don't know. He needs to, he wants to show everyone that there's still heroes in the world. Uh, I don't know. I like to think that I could consider you a I, hero. I think that's nice. Wait, me? 
Yeah, well, you and you. Oh, I got you. You, yeah. the person who left this review. Correct. I mean, you're a hero for leaving a review for our podcast. Absolutely. Uh, sorry, your idea is not good. <laughs> anyway, so this episode that we're going to do is going to be uh, 11 from Stranger Things versus Scarlet Witch from Marvel. That's right. Taking from uh, you suggestion. We, yeah, I did a we, little. We, we are. I did a little, a little switch there. A little tricky trick That's on right. you. Uh, very um, misleading. A little mysterious. Did I get you? Did you, I get you? You got me so bad. Were you checking your notes? Being for a second, like, I'm like, oh my God, we're changing. Did I get we're, the wrong episode? We're doing it live. We're just going to do it live. Uh, so yeah, so thank you, you very much for leaving that review. So remember, if you want to get your own fictional background on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and we'll be happy to do that for you. Chris, you ready to get started with today's episode? I sure am. All right. So as always, please remember if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, you already talked about what we're talking about today. Yeah. In case just, anybody forgot. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, an honor of Stranger Things season three coming out and, uh, the ongoing success of Marvel. Uh, Eleven versus Scarlet Witch. Yeah, telekinesis battle. Both uh, telekinetics. Absolutely. Among other things. Now, we do want to mention up front, we traditionally don't like to repeat characters. Good point. Um, However, we decided that since we last did Eleven versus X-23, like two years ago. Right. It was like season one of Stranger Things. It was season one of Stranger Things. And she has developed Eleven as a character so much since then. And we've learned a lot more about her and her powers have kind of expanded. So we thought that it was worthy of revisiting. And she's really cool. And she's super cool. Especially this season. She was like freaking awesome. She was. She was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's why we're going to kind of go back again and revisit her character for this battle. Uh, so Chris, uh, I mean, I'm sure most of the listeners know a lot about Eleven, but well, I'll, I'll, happily, some, I'll happily give some background. Yeah. So uh, Eleven is uh, so named because of the number she was given in a in an experiment it's a tattoo right is it on her i think it is i forget they haven't shown it they didn't show uh, it at all i was this season. gonna say because remember in last season her sister like 008 or 8 whatever <laughs> yeah, it was yeah like she had one on her arm <laughs> does she have a license to kill no that's 007 <laughs> 008 means that you have a license to drive oh that's all it is so most that's... people in england actually have a 008 wow people like flaunt it all the time i think you misunderstood the james bond movies but we can talk about that later <laughs> Anyway, there was uh, there was some uh, some scientific experiment going on to give humans special powers. She was the eleventh one, the eleventh test subject. Mm-hmm. As far as we know, I mean, that's kind of like uh, you know, there was at least eleven. Yes, yeah. So it was a tattoo on her forearm, by the way. Okay. So anyway, um, her the powers she was able to have were telekinesis, and uh, how do you what would you call it? She can like go into a kind of like. Um, limbo type world and yeah. find people that, with only like their picture and or their name that really expanded in like this season and season two yeah she did get to use it every season yeah did, and it was important yeah it's a pretty cool power and she kind of and she kind of used it like as like a peeping uh she did in season like, three like she was basically like the government like eavesdropping on like people it and was hearing what they were talking about kind of it was also kind of like just like a patriot a teenager that kind that's, of that's true too. just a curious teenager experimenting with her powers see what her boyfriend's but anyway, talking about um so in season one of stranger things she escapes from the research laboratory uh basically getting hunted by this like secret quasi-government organization uh it says on wikipedia cia was that established i guess it was because they were saying it was part of the mk ultra experiments which were like a real thing yeah 
But they definitely seem to be a maybe more covert op, uh, arm of the CIA. But anyway, she escaped. They're looking for her. She um remember that scene where she like first goes into that like burger restaurant and, and like, the guy gets they killed. Just kill those people. Yeah. Oh man, that, I felt bad for those people. That was sad. But anyway, she she finds her way into town and befriends some local kids and eventually the uh, the lovable sheriff who at that time is a drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um. Poor Hopper. So s- season Drinking. one. It's kind of about her getting hunted by this government agency and then how there's also a monster that the, came from the uh, alternate dimension known as the Upside Down. And they fight the government agency and the Upside Down and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, at the end, you know, the heroes all win. Everyone's happy. Uh, they save their friend Will, but uh-oh, he still has some type of, like, connection to the Upside Down monster. In, yeah. Season two is kind of like this monster trying to, like, um, control Will to get himself back into the... Right side up. The real, the right side up. Yeah, I believe that is what should be the canonical name of the real world, the right side up. And um, some things happen that I'm probably forgetting, but eventually they have to like, there's still experiments going on in the laboratory. They're trying to open like an interdimensional portal. Right, they have, to close, they have to close it. It's yeah. a whole thing. There's all these little tiny Demodogs. monsters that, instead of the demogorgon is the demodog. Not that important. You know, she gets to use her telekinesis all over. Right. Saving the day. Yeah. She meets her one of her sisters, 008 as you call her. <laughs> I don't think that's correct, but I don't know enough to refute it at this time. Uh, who has a different power? She can like warp reality, kind of like make illusions. Oh it's, yeah, that's right. Uh, which is pretty cool, but not quite as powerful as Eleven's power. I never went back to that season after I finished it. Oh, good for you. <laughs> You're too good for that season. I don't know. Just didn't really hold my attention that much. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, it also featured um, Samwise Gamgee. Uh, also known as um, <laughs> Sean, Astin. Sean Astin playing Bob, the the dorky oh, Radio Shack employee. God, Bob was awesome. Uh, spoiler alert: He's not in season three. Yes, um, he is. Oh, in a <laughs> in a tape. Anyway, true. Uh, season three comes around. This uh, the upside down monster still has some connection based on some secret Russian experiments now going on. So good. Just, again, trying to get himself into the right side up. Kids have to fight him. Uh, this season 11 can't quite save the day for reasons I'm sure will come up in this in this podcast. Uh, but luckily, you know, um, the heroes win pretty much at the end. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't, you know, if you haven't, just in case you haven't seen it, I won't, I won't just like outline everything. But I'm sure spoilers are going to come up in this episode. So yes. be prepared. Yes. Uh, so that's a, that's 11's background. Oh, she also has a, a love interest, uh, Mike, one of the other kids. Her grasp of the English language is still not great in season three, but you know, she can, she, she got a lot better <laughs> compared to season two. She's like, I don't remember. I can't really remember how much she talked in season, season two. Season two, she didn't talk that much. It was kind of like one word phrases or like two word phrases. It wasn't a lot, huh. but season three, way, way more. Definitely. Okay. Like whole sentences. I trust you on that. Thanks. It's not important to my argument. Uh, all right, so I am taking a Scarlet Witch, whose real name is uh, Wanda Maximoff. Oh, Eleven's real name is Jane. And then she gets adopted by um, Hopper, right? So she gets yes. like the surname Hopper. Yeah. It's a good name for her. But I think Eleven's way better. Or Al. I like that. Uh, so we have uh, Scarlet Witch, whose real name, like I said, is Wanda Maximoff, and she is the daughter of a woman named Magda, who is the wife of Magneto, also known as Eric Leshner from the X-Men. 
And um, she was she kind of has an interesting background very interesting yeah so her if mother you want to go down a wikipedia rabbit hole yeah just just find out more about, about scarlet, scarlet witch. witch because like the marvel movies really don't do her character no justice. if they did it'd be like just it'd crazy be so nerd outrageous. movies like people yeah. people wouldn't well no one would i mean mainstream it wouldn't appeal to as many exactly people. yeah so her like her mom when she was pregnant with her and her twin brother pietro uh ran away from magneto and they went to like these mountains why'd this, they run away steve I, i'm guessing just because magneto was magneto but like she married him so she liked true. him enough to marry him and have kids with him and then it's like well, well when i was reading it said that she escaped from him so when <laughs> maybe, you use the word escape maybe he wasn't bad and he was turning more and more evil it might have been when he was on his like uh the brotherhood of mutants kick he was he was going around everywhere yep so anywho so they escape and they're out in the mountains and they come across this like elder god uh, like chithlon chithon who was able to alter Wanda and give her the ability to use magic um, in addition to her mutant abilities. So it seems like by him doing that, this is what really gave her her magical abilities. And uh, originally I was reading um, her powers, the, the creators, when they were writing her, they basically just gave her whatever powers they needed for her to have. <laughs> Sounds for, like Superman. Yeah, basically. Like, she just, whatever fit the plot in that issue, they just basically gave her those powers. Oh, well, that's lazy. Yeah, it's super Not good lazy. for me, either. Well, I'm not going to use that argument, don't worry. <laughs> that sounds like something Because my character's from a well-written show. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Uh, but as time goes on, um, a new writer comes in named um, Steve Englehart, who basically took the reins from Lee and Kirby, uh, Stanley and Jack Kirby, that is, to basically give her, like, some sincerely sincere background to her powers as to what she can actually do and how she can do it. Some of which are pretty crazy. Like she can uh, warp reality. She can have manipulation of probability. She can teleport. She can manipulate matter. She can manipulate time and she can project energy and manipulate, uh, manipulate energy and absorb energy as well. So she was a member of different teams Throughout the comics, she was part of um, the Avengers. She was part of both Coast Avengers, because in those comics, there was like the East Coast Avengers and the West Coast Avengers. She was part of the Brotherhood of Mutants. She was part of the Defenders at one point. Um, she was part of the Uncanny Avengers. She has a twin brother, like I mentioned, uh, Pietro Maximoff, which is Quicksilver. And she also had a relationship with uh, the Vision, uh, the uh, android from the comics and also from the uh, the movies as well. And um, in the movies, she's pretty famous from by being portrayed by Elizabeth Olsen, which is the sister of the two Olsen twins, which are actually only one person. Wait, what? Oh, that's right. You have that theory. I'm, it's, it's John right. Oliver's theory, but I'm I'm tooting that horn. All right, she's definitely. I don't one. think now's the time. She's, all right, well, another time, another time. That's fine. Um, and she's been in a whole bunch of them. She's been in some Captain America movies. Um, there are pictures the with both of both of the Olsen twins in it. So, what's your point? I thought, we were, I thought we were going down this rabbit hole. I, I, I was just, just pushing it aside, and you're bringing it back up. Get it in there. But okay. Like, you can see both of them at the same time. I'm sure there's pictures of Batman and Bruce Wayne in the same photo, too. I mean, maybe, but those are fictional pictures, because that's a fictional character. Are you saying that Elizabeth Olsen is real? Yes. Or not Elizabeth, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen are real people? Yes, that is true. All right, I'm going to have to sit you down after we're done. Oh, boy. Turn the mics off. We're going to have a closed mic section between you and I. Oh, boy. Uh, so that's basically uh, Scarlet Witch in a nutshell. Um, very vast, wide-ranging powers that she has. 
And uh, definitely going to be interesting here going up against uh, 11. Both of them seem very similar in the way they were introduced to their powers. Because they were both not really born with it, it seems. Even though Scarlet Witch was technically a mutant, she received her powers from right. that guy. Her, yeah, like so her, her, like her, like witchcraft power. Her mutant power, her mutant power that she would have been born with, like probably was the uh, ability to manipulate probability. And then the more like magic based powers, I think she got later from that from that god, the god magical being. Yeah, exactly. So I think Eleven was born with her powers because of the was. experimentation. Because they experimented on her mother to give the baby powers. Oh, okay. But she obviously like couldn't be trained in her powers till she was older. Right. That's true. So, so both of them were basically given their powers from an outside yeah, they, source. Yeah, they both had kind of like similar situations beyond getting their powers. Both yeah. pretty strong women. Both very pretty strong women. Um, both have fathers that are um, eccentric. We could say. Are you talking about L's father? Like, um, I was going to say scientist father. I was going to say Hopper. You okay. could say the scientist father. Well, if you also. say the, the 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 man she called Papa in season one, that's true. It was the scientist experimenting on her. Yeah, he's a bit eccentric. He was a crazy villain. That's right. Kind of like. Uh, Scarlet Witch's go. father. Yeah, that's right. And what else? There was some other similarity. Well, I mean, they're both strong women. They both have, like, pretty good moral compasses. Um, Scarlet Witch, like, definitely went back and forth as far as, like, good guy, bad guy sides. But she seemed to, like... Just in that gravi- one movie. She seemed to gravitate towards um, being good. I feel like there's not a lot of depth with her. With Scarlet Witch? Yeah. In the movies? No. In, they in the just, movies, they yeah. Can't, Sorry. They haven't focused on her character too Correct. much. They are making a TV show with her. Yeah, though. Uh, it's called like WandaVision or something. Yes. Or I thought maybe that's what people were calling it as a joke. If that if that's the real name. Because it kind of sounds like WonkaVision. Yeah. <laughs> if WandaVision's fine. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it'll have to be like a prequel show, right? Yeah. To, to Endgame or even to Infinity War. I Unless they rebuild Vision. So the comic, well, a comic book storyline with Vision is he kind of goes crazy, tries to take over the world's supercomputers. He probably had some good ideas. He's like, oh, uh, they're going to be used for evil, so I need to take them over. That kind of, like, annoyed some world leaders. So they got together and said, all right, let's destroy Vision. So they did. So he got rebuilt. And that's when he became colorless Vision. He was kind of, like, white and gray, which some people thought would happen in the MCU. Because when uh, Thanos kills Vision, he kind of loses his color. color. Yeah, so when that that happened in in the comics, he had he basically didn't have his memories. He wasn't, he didn't have his human emotions. Okay. And at that time... He had been married to Wanda Scarlet Witch. Yeah, they had like a serious love relationship in the comics. Sure did. They had kids. I was going to say, I was I was reading that. They had kids, but it wasn't like through him, clearly, because he's an android. Yeah, I didn't like really look at the it details It was some of kind of like artificial creation of, of the children. She had twins also. Interesting. Which yes, is, she did. She's a twin. And so. there's like a whole backstory with her twins, how they were yeah. like pieces of some other evil entity. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, both of them are very are very similar. So uh, I'm, I'm curious uh, how this fight would go down. Um, real quick, I was also going to say, so pe- people listening, most people, including me, know, know Scarlet Witch more from the movies. Would you agree with that? Yes. So like some of her examples of her powers in the movies, she's able to fight Thanos in, in Endgame and kind of destroy his armor. She basically rips all his armor off. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And she potentially could have uh, killed him right there. But that's when Thanos had his ship fire on, like, his oh, own, on the ground, his own army. Yeah. Just to, like, stop her. So, her, I mean, her power is, like, very strong. She does do some pretty crazy things in the movies, like in Infinity War, when she goes on the battlefield in Wakanda. 
Like she uses her telekinesis to like take those giant like blade lawnmower things yeah. that are like pound, pound through and she like stops an entire one. Right. Like from moving. So her telekinesis is, is pretty, pretty strong. She does get beat by Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet in Infinity War. He is able Correct. to beat her. Yes, he is. But without the Infinity Gauntlet, I think Scarlet Witch had him. I think so too. Yeah, if he wasn't firing down on them. Um, what else? She was in Civil War, but like that's not a great example because they were kind of all holding back to not to hurt each other too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, in um, in Age of Ultron, she's able to like control all the Avengers' minds. What does she do that for? Just to basically screw with them because they want. Oh, because that's Ultron, right. When she's kind of bad. Yeah, yeah Ultron wants um, her to tear the Avengers apart, and the that's only one right. she doesn't get to do is uh, Jeremy Renner because he's like, I've been through that mind control. Wasn't a fan. Oh, I so remember they, that. So they didn't do it again in the in the second movie. That's right. So I mean, that's not. It didn't seem like it's from her comic powers, like mind control. But I mean, I guess that's reality warping in a way, right? Yeah, you're warping their reality. So, all right. So so eleven versus Scarlet Witch. So that you got a problem right off the bat. Uh, what's that? Blood loss. What do you mean? Every time she tries to use her powers, she always gets a bloody nose. A little bit of blood. Yeah, but if she uses a lot of it continuously, I f- like remember in like season three, like she had like that giant pile of like tissues with blood. Like she's gonna have to constantly. Yeah, but she keep, was obviously fine. She's constantly gonna keep wiping her nose. She's gonna get blood everywhere, and I don't want her to. I mean, as a as a fan of Eleven, I don't want her to like faint from blood loss from the head or anything like that. But well, that Scarlet, didn't happen, so you're good. But as Scarlet Witch, like I totally want that to happen. <laughs> Like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Use well, your powers I mean, on me. That's a good example because she was able to use her powers and have a nosebleed a ton, which is a little bit of blood. Like they were just tissues with nosebleed blood, and she didn't pass out. She was she was looking for somebody, right? She was going into her alternate, her like black dimension. Okay, so trying to find somebody. All right, so let's establish then. That's would you say she's not using like her full force of powers there? Then uh, it does seem like that is not quite as hard for her as like when she has to use her telekinesis on like big things because when she split that monster in half that seemed to be very draining i think she had both noses yeah that was a double nose bleed so so there you go so the harder she goes with her powers which she's probably using a lot of in a fight such as this the more she's going to be bleeding out of her nose um yeah but i I still don't really think blood loss is established to be an issue in in the canon as of now yes (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like you should have brought up a bigger point in that Season three, spoiler, she uses her powers too much and can't use them anymore. Well, so I wasn't sure, is that what happened? That's what... I thought it kind of seemed like that monster going inside of her. It's either related to the monster attacking her and biting her, or she used her powers too much. So I took it was that it was from the monster. That's how I kind of interpreted it. The only reason I wouldn't say that is because when the monster, like when that little thing is in her leg, she's able to use her powers to get it out. That's true. So, like, and then once it's out is when she can't use her powers anymore. So, it's possible that it was doing something that was kind of, like, draining her or something. Like, I I definitely could see that being uh, an effect. But I kind of would lean towards just overuse. She has that kind of offhand comment to Hopper where she says, like, my battery's drained. It'll recharge. Right. So, kind of like she realizes there is, like, a limit to her, how much she can use her powers. Kind of helping you, though. I feel like she did use her powers a lot in Season 3 until that point. Like, she was able to do a ton ton of stuff right yeah and like the monster she was fighting was very strong yeah like billy could kind of like resist her strength and then she fought the billy controlled monster and then she fought the actual uh what do you want to say the um the mini mind flare yeah the mini mind flare yeah 
And she was able to, like you said, rip its head in half. Yes. So pretty good examples of strong telekinesis against pretty good examples of your strong telekinesis. Yes. Uh, I wish we knew a little more details about Thanos' armor. Is she also able to break his sword? Does that, does that happen then? I don't think so. Doesn't his sword break at one I point? I thought it just got thrown out of his hand. Did it? Maybe. I can't remember now. Me too. I only saw that one time with you. Yeah, I've tried to find that fight scene online, and there's not like any good... I think uh, Disney's really cracking yeah, down. You can only find really bad quality yeah. uh, videos of it. Yeah. I would love... I would watch that over and over. Oh, my God. It was just... It was just like 45 minutes of just pure like comic book nerd joy. Yeah. So great. So if I, if I could get close enough to you, I would use Scarlet Witch's ability of reality manipulation and kind of like she did in Age of Ultron, the movie, like kind of screw with your mind. I, I might try to do that to Eleven to have her have flashbacks with either her mother or being in the Hawkins lab with Papa, like, like bad memories that she has to really screw with her because if that starts happening, she's not really going to be focusing in the present time fighting against Scarlet Witch. She's going to be kind of so distracted with what's going on in her head. So if there's a scenario where 11, like it depends how the fight starts, right? Cause if, if 11 didn't really know better and Scarlet Witch wanted to fight her, that would totally work because 11 is pretty naive and like trusting. And she'd be like, Oh, it's another cool, uh, cool lady. She's probably my friend. That's true. And then totally, you got her. Right. If the if the rules of the fight are a little more known in advance, like she knows to be looking out for you, I I hope that wouldn't work on her. Who knows? Scarlet Witch was kind of sneaky, though, in Age of Ultron. Like, she was kind of, like, going around and just kind of plopped it in their heads. Like, they didn't even see her coming. And they also didn't even know that she was a, a villain at that time. Right. Um. So... I was trying to think, uh, so we talked a little bit about 11 weaknesses. I was trying to look of what the Scarlet Witch weaknesses are going to be. Generally, when they want to weaken her or fight her, you know, have her lose fights in the comics, uh, they'll be like one of a few things. So like one, her magic powers are, um, not always consistent. Um, so that's, that hasn't really happened in the, in the cinematic universe. But in the comics, like, she didn't have great control of her magic powers until later when she was able to, like, train with a witch. But, like, so sometimes she was very strong. Sometimes, like, she had trouble. So that's one way. Um, the other more common way is to kind of, like, do something to kind of break her psychologically. So the example I have is when she finds out that her children are, in fact, two missing shards of the soul of a demonic entity, Mephisto. Which is bad. Mm-hmm. And they got to have to kill them. But the name like Mep- Mephisto, I mean, yes, not a good guy. So um, another um, another like person with powers, I think her mentor actually, Agatha Harkness, erases her memory of her children. Mm. So like that kind of makes her retreat from reality into a catatonic state where she's like obviously not that useful. And then there are there's another time in the comics where another character who knows about her kids like reminds her of them, which like also triggers another break in her. And that actually like leads to a series of events where she kind of goes crazy. So that's kind of the way that you kind of fight Scarlet Witch in the comics, at least. Well, so, it definitely works. Yes. So if she, if, if, if Eleven is able to. So Eleven would be like, Hey, how are your kids doing? <laughs> kind of like the way she kind of like psyched uh, Billy by like looking in his memories. That's she, true. She like said the right things to kind of get through to him. But she was also, she also knew his uh, memories. Cause she spent, that's, oh, that's when she got all those nosebleeds when she was looking for Billy. 
Yes. And that's when she saw and his memories. And then she she was like looking for him. She found him and then didn't he touch her? Like yes. while they were like Yeah, I was really connected. scared something bad was going to happen. Yeah. But she kind of just saw so his memories. So she got all those memories through her. So, like you said, so if Eleven had time to prepare and she yes. knew that she would be fighting Scarlet Witch, she'd be able to do her research, be able to do her homework, be able to go into like the like the limbo version. Right. And find where you are and find where maybe you are look and at find out some background information yeah. about her. So, right. And I kind of think that's my only hope in this fight. Cause like Scarlet Witch is just a more seasoned fighter. Like Eleven's still a kid. Yeah. Scarlet Witch. I mean, she has the experience. Like if it just came up to straight telekinesis abilities, oh, I don't, I don't see Eleven beating Scarlet Witch. And when it comes to their, um, lasting abilities. Yeah. Like Scarlet Witch could just keep going. She's not going to, I mean, she might get tired, but she's not really, we we have really no evidence that I know of off the top of my head where she like loses her powers just by using them too much. Whereas whereas 11, um, like we know in season three, something happened that essentially made her lose her powers at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I didn't, I had those examples. I don't have anything else specific. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up? Um, I mean, in terms of, like, weaponry, I guess I could say, like, Scarlet Witch, like, has, like, um, power blasts that she can shoot at Eleven. I'm not sure if Eleven can... Uh, a projectile weapon? <laughs> yeah. Just ask Lucas to shoot the old slingshot. That's true. Now we're bringing in the, the Stranger Things kids. Yeah. yeah, if we bring in teams... Oh, I'm dead. I'm done for. Every, every <laughs> team Scarlet Witch has been on. She's, she's a part of every single team. Even though she's responsible for her breaking up the Avengers at one point, so... They she, might, they might not want to. She's also responsible for like some drastic world changes. So, have you ever heard of the House of M storyline? I have heard of it, but we've, I'm not, like, we've actually brought it up on this podcast before. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, like two things happen, and they're both kind of like uh, initiated by Scarlet Witch. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find it so I don't have to say it from memory, but I just will try anyway. There it is. Thank you. So uh, there's some initial things that happen, and. Scarlet Witch kind of goes crazy and changes the world so that most people are mutants and non-mutants are the minority. So it's like basically a mutant ruled world where all the mutants are happy. Okay. Um, uh, but some bad things happen. Like Magneto is the ruler of the world in this alternate scenario. Oh, great. And mo- uh, everyone kind of lost their memory except for a few. Like Wolverine kind of knows something's weird and like some someone gets their memory back and like starts helping other people get their memory back. And they're like, oh, no, Magneto must have like done something to erase everyone's memory and take over the world. So they fight Magneto and find out it was actually like Wanda and, work, and Quicksilver might have also had a had a, uh, a hand in doing this. And actually, Magneto gets mad about this too because they first fight Magneto and he gets his memory back and he's like, "Oh, Quicksilver like did all this and then blame me." So he kill he actually kills Quicksilver in that storyline. Uh, and Scarlet Witch revives her brother and then changes reality again so that like they're basically almost kills all the mutants she kills 90 percent of all the mutants oh my god she so is, that's the she's, big she's like hitting the reboot button that's the big house of m storyline they call wow. it m day the worst day in mutant history she's oh. extremely um as of now in the movies i feel like she is extremely under used as to what the character really is from the comics yeah like if they used her to her full powers it would be unfair now also kind of Going off of like legality points, like they probably can't do a lot of it because that was before um, Disney owned like, right. the we mutant don't, stuff. We don't know what mutant stuff or what X Men stuff they would take from. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because the first appearance of Scarlet Witch, Disney didn't own Fox. 
Couldn't call her a mutant. Couldn't mention Magneto. Yeah, they called her like a miracle or something. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, they're like, oh, they're miracles. Yeah, that's funny. Even though they like, because everyone thought that that was going to be how they got the mutants yeah. into the MCU. Yeah. Like miracles. But then they just completely never went that route. Right. So that's, that's a good point though. And also, like you said, like this might've been, an, I don't know who the writer was. So this might've been a point in the comics where, like you said, they were just giving her any powers they want for the story. Right. And like, that's kind of a short-sighted strategy with a superhero because eventually you have to take away their powers if you want to keep using them or it's just not interesting if you just make a super powerful character or you make more powerful characters then you just get like gods fighting gods which happens also in marvel so Mm -hmm. who knows they've kind of stayed a little pretty grounded uh for the cinematic universe so far to an extent yeah Yeah, i mean i agree i think maybe gardens the guardians of the galaxy 2 and Thanos in general are just their are their farthest kind of well I thought Spider-Man Far From Home spoilers it's been out for for 2 weeks now but I thought that that was going to go yeah I think a little were, cosmic too I think everyone did and and but a lot of people I also thought I think thought that it wasn't going to go cosmic and that he was lying and that's what ended up uh, I I actually kind of thought that he was lying but it would it would still, it would still relate to true. the multiverse but I mean, it still could be possible he could he could have just been lying and that just happens to be true yeah yeah but not we don't know yet as a far from home right exactly yeah so i mean i feel like these two i mean they're pretty evenly matched i feel like with their powers scarlet witch they are similar they're they're very similar scarlet witch might be a little more um, familiar with her powers because she's had a longer time of using them and she can go longer with her powers compared to 11 who it seems can only use them for a short or not even short, but a certain amount of time. She has a limit. She has a limit. Exactly. But, but I, I would try to rely on Eleven's power that Scarlet, Witch doesn't have the kind of, um, the upside down searching memory power. Yeah. I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a, it's kind of like FaceTime, except the other person's not answering the phone and uh, you're answering. There for you go. Them. Okay. It's called upside down FaceTime. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to call it the Patriot Act. It's a human Patriot Act. Uh, it's not, it's not that, Steve. But you're, Why you're do you lis- always have to get political? I'm not trying to get, I'm just saying you're listening to other, other people doing their thing and they have no idea you're listening. Um, that's true. <laughs> so she wiretaps them? She's, ba- yeah, she's wiretapping And people. she only uses it on terrorists? Uh, and her boyfriend? No, just, just, uh, just her boyfriend. <laughs> and Billy, when she wants to find out where Billy is. Yeah, he was a terrorist. Oh, okay. You were okay. He had, he was making chemical weapons. He was amassing an army. You're pretty spot on. Mm -hmm. He's the definition of a terrorist. You're absolutely right, Chris. All right. Anything else you want to add before we uh, start wrapping this up today? Uh, not in my fight. I can do some fun facts. Okay. Let's go for it. All right. So let me find a good one. Uh, so here's something I never knew before. So in season one, uh, there's a scene where the boy science teacher who actually, f- f- who kind of gets the scenes in every season has, was he in season two? Uh, he was, he was right. He, he had a huge role in season one. Not right. a huge role, he was important. A role. He was important. Season three, he was in it for like a second. He was in the beginning to yeah, talk about magnets exactly. and to mess up. It, it, was, it was nice to have him back. But then. in season one, there's a scene where he's watching the thing. So the ca- a camera assistant uh, on stranger things, uh, what also worked on the thing. So he was basically shooting a scene of stranger things of a scene in the thing that he also shot. Oh, that's pretty cool. I that's that was super meta. Pretty cool. 
You're getting paid uh, to do the thing that you already did again, which is pretty much <laughs> yeah. the thing you did the first time. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to skip facts that I probably I would have read before when we did eleven. Yeah. So I don't remember if we did these. Um the actors that play Nancy and Jonathan are dating in real life as of twenty seventeen. I did see that. I think um, they actually make a pretty good couple. You know, I th- I still think Jonathan just looks really uh, I do too. There's just something off about his face. Something off about his face, yeah. Yep. He looks like he could be a monkey from Planet of the Apes. I get that sometimes the look. I don't uh, know why. Yeah, I know what I, you I just, mean. I, just feel that I can't way. like put my finger on it. Yeah. There's just something. Um let's see what else. Uh, uh supposedly if you listen to the theme song on Spotify, the album cover art turns upside down and the time bar turns into a flashlight. Kind of to be Stranger Things themed. That's pretty cool. I haven't tried that. I don't know if that's still true. Huh. Um I'm trying to look for some like season three ones that we wouldn't have said before. Yeah. Um I mean, this is not a very good fact. So in season three, episode one, the song that plays when Billy enters the pool is moving in stereo by the cars. That same song plays when Phoebe Cates emerges from the pool in that notorious scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So kind of interesting. Fast Times at Ridgemont High gets mentioned at the end in the movie store, but also Phoebe Cates is who Dustin says his girlfriend is hotter than. Oh, okay. So that was a 1982 movie. So that's why Phoebe Cates was like in the zeitgeist. Right, so like he would have been talking about her comparing his girlfriend to yeah. her iconic scene. Same same song. It was interesting. Um I don't know, I might look for one or two more. Do you have any uh sure. any facts? Uh so uh in Scarlet Witch's first appearance uh as an X Men villain, she was actually uh wearing completely a completely green outfit, which is kind of interesting because she was known as Scarlet Witch, but she was uh wearing not Scarlet at all. <laughs> Um, she was, so, so before Disney bought Fox, there was kind of like a weird, like, what if between the Maximoff twins being Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver? That's why there's two Quicksilvers. There's one in the X-Men movies and there's one in the, uh, Avengers movie that dies. And, uh, so Scarlet Witch was in the MCU, but in the Fox movies, there never really was one. But in, I think it was X-Men Apocalypse, they're watching the TV, or maybe it was X-Men Days of Future Past. Anyway, they're watching, like, the TV, and the woman who claims to be, like, the the mother of Quicksilver, she's with a girl, and she has, like, red hair. So a lot of people think that might be a homage to uh, Scarlet Witch, except she's not the same age. She's a lot younger. Hmm. So... I mean that 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 series is pretty much over now, so we'll never really know whether or not um, she was intended to be in it or not. All right, I got two more for you. Go for it. Oh, and I just scrolled away. No. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, so, police chief Jim Hopper, played by David Harbor, is named after the character Arnold Schwarzenegger is looking for in the movie Predator in 1987. Oh my gosh. And the first character that's killed in the movie Predator is named Hawkins. Stranger ah. Things take place in Hawkins, Indiana. And in season three, it features a Russian villain who is very similar in mannerisms to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator. Some interesting homages. I thought that guy was like a complete Terminator. Yeah, he basically was just copying was, the Terminator. Exactly. They were just like, hey, watch the Terminator like five times and just do that. Yeah. His walk, the way he walked and like turned, like moved his body and like aimed his gun and stuff. 
totally Terminator. Um, uh, last one for me. The the Demogorgon. So the the kids name these villains after Dungeons and Dragons care of uh, monsters because that's kind of the thing they play Dungeons and Dragons. So the Demogorgon, the season one monster, is considered to be the most powerful villain in the first edition of Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. It rules as the demon prince of the abyss, an ever changing plane of chaotic evil. Yeah, the Demogorgon, I feel like has become way more popularized now because of Stranger Things. Oh, definitely for like, sure. When you think of, um, when you hear that name, like some people don't even know that's originally from D&D. They come to think, oh, it's, you know, it was made up for Stranger Things, even though it looks completely different than the one from uh, D&D, which is the name itself has just become so popularized. And last thing I'll add too, and then we'll head out of here for today. Uh, so when Scarlet Witch's mom uh, escaped from Magneto and they were like hiding in some mountains and before she met that like, wizard guy that like basically gave her her witchcraft she was uh scarlet witch and quicksilver were raised by a cow lady oh like a like a gypsy type person yeah, it was a gypsy. i saw that yeah and um her name was bova i guess it's a pun off of bovine and um she uh takes care of them while they are in the mountains and she basically uh just kind of helps them for the time being while her uh while their mother is resting and until she gets her powers from that uh that witch there did you happen to uh read what happened to bova no unfortunately uh scarlet witch not being able to control her powers very well started a fire and killed her she cooked her she She made bova burgers started a chain of events that led to her death oh man i don't know if they made burgers or not i think i think uh they made bova burgers (laughs) that was the original name of bubba burgers but People they didn't said, get the reference? They didn't get the reference, no. It was too deep of a poll, and they're like, ah, oh, we can't do this. It's not going to sell. <laughs> wow. Great fact. So, yeah, there you go. That's that's another fun fact for you there. Uh, so, hopefully, you, you all uh, enjoyed this episode of Scarlet Witch versus Eleven from Stranger Things. If you have not finished Season 3, what are you doing Listen to this episode? <laughs> yeah, go sorry. Go, listen, go watch it. It's so good. Um, yeah, I'm curious when Season 4, probably like 2021, I feel. Uh, at least 2020 definitely 2020 so maybe um, late 2020 there are theories ba- based on the last episode referencing getting back together at christmas time thanksgiving oh, and or okay. christmas yep that the next so each season is kind of released around a holiday the right. first two being halloween this one being fourth of july so if the next one is thanksgiving or christmas thanksgiving. it could be 2020 that's true hopefully not 2021 the problem is in our year in our timeline that'll be uh basically a year plus from now we're in their timeline. That'll be like a month. Uh, did they say what time? Uh, June, well, it's they, like because it takes place. Oh, they did, they July, did it three months later. At three months later, so that's October. October. So, so it's like a month or two, right? So you'll have Mike, whose voice will probably be even deeper. He'll be even I got taller. You. Yeah, the characters will change a lot for the short time jump. Exactly. Understood. I didn't yeah. think about that. Good point. But uh, yeah, and then hopefully um, the MCU continues to truck along with. Uh, some with, uh, with Witch stuff. What are, the, what phase are they calling this now? Phase four. Oh, phase four. By the time this airs, I think we'll know what the next uh, next movies are. Oh, because they're supposedly getting announced at Comic Con, yeah. which is going on right now. Which is going on as we speak of this recording. It could yeah. have been announced like during this recording. No, it's going to release on Saturday. Oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, they're going to go into Hall H and they're going to do a whole thing. Hall H. Hall H is where like the big the big panels happen. Oh. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to see. A, a big panel at Comic-Con in San Diego, you go to Hall H. 
that's where like the big big announcements happen. I've never been there, but I just live in through other people that are I follow on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Great information from you, Steve. That's Thanks. it. Keep your eyes out. Let's see what's coming down the pipe. Chris, anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Thank you. All right. So remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. With Who Would Win Cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Ahoy, ladies. I didn't see you there. Would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me? I'll be your captain. I'm Steve Harrington. The Who Would Win Cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.